0: We're back. We're back, baby. We're on the 3 Connor, you're like a nippy corner boy. <laughs> hanging out in the corner. I didn't know we still had you. Go on. GAA hey,
1: Late Night, live
0: every Sunday evening, 8.30 on Twitter Spaces. Follow us off the ball.
1: I stand for truth over lies. I categorically reject white supremacy, and I believe a presidency should be transparent. This isn't what you expect uh, of a head coach of an NBA team, uh, but this is Steve Kerr. Now, you might remember... After the um, horrific events of the Rob uh, Elementary School shooting in which uh, 19 children and two teachers were murdered uh, by a gunman wielding semi-automatic weapons, Kerr um, got all emotional reiterating uh, his points about gun control and so forth. Um, and that was during a press conference for Game 4 of the NBA's 2022 Western Conference Finals. Now Kerr is the head coach um, of the uh, winners of the of the Golden State Warriors, the winners of the the NBA Championships uh, just last night. Um, so there's a lot going on with this team. They're a bit of a rags to riches story with a very, very popular head coach. And uh, I'm joined now by the Irish Examiners, Kieran Shannon, just to talk about the significance of what I believe is their fourth title uh, in eight years. How are you, Kieran?
0: Good, Johnny. Good. Um,
1: um, tell us about this.
0: Yeah, like you, look, you started with care and... What an exceptional person he is. You know, he's he's outspoken on such matters, uh, like social justice. Like, the Warriors were actually one of the first teams to refuse to go to the White House in light of who was occupying it when, when Trump came along. It was at a time when, if you remember, there was a controversy of sorts. Uh, Rory McIlroy and Shane Lowry gave, and Paul Carrington uh, gave an interview to the... Um, yeah, what happened was that Shane Lowry and Park Harrington had given an interview in January 17 to Paul Kimmage and at the time Rory within um, Trump's first month had gone golfing and I remember making the point at the time that the lads would have been off the old school of, you know we're just athletes so like in a way in, a, in other words nearly just shut up and swing the golf ball Sounds That's very the, the, the very topical club. at the moment Yeah, well what, what you then had was I remember the point I was making, and look, McElroy himself, yeah, has has reversed his position. Then is that America was changing, even in obviously the final few years of Obama, um, particularly in, in wake of what was happening to the black community and the policing, and the black, the, the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement meant there was the reemergence of a, of the socially active and the socially aware athletes um, at the SP Awards that that um, that summer Carmelo Anthony, Chris Paul, LeBron James and Dwayne Wade spoke and said we're, we're not going to be quite like maybe the previous generation, the the Michael Stroke Kobe generation had been and I remember very early in that um, upon Trump's appointment and when the the immigration ban came in straight away uh the muslim ban essentially um he talked about yes i think one of the um he he was an under armor client um he's on their books obviously um curry and their owner had said that trump was a potential asset and and Curry came up with the quip, "Well, if you remove the last two letters, there, that's what he is." <laughs> and uh, right away, the, the so look, they. I think there's, I think there care, care has been hugely outspoken and rightly so on the, on the gun control issue throughout. Obviously, he has personal experience in a, in a in a different setting when his when his father was shot in the Lebanon when he was. Um, when he was lecturing there and Kerr at the time was a student with Arizona. Um, so he had he had a per, that personal experience but you know he would have played under Greg Popovich with the San Antonio Spurs and, and Popovich even though he, he plays and coaches um, or coaches a, a Texas franchise in, in the San Antonio Spurs w- would speak his mind and I suppose would be considered to be on let's say the left side of, of the spectrum in, in US politics. But um like so Kerr yeah like when they were going into game four against Dallas um, made those comments because he he and several of his players aren't off to just shut up and dribble variety and in a way that makes um, for some of us that might make them all the more popular champions um, but like going back to him being an exceptional person what, what, what this has shown is that he's an exceptional coach even though He's only been eight years as a as a head coach in the NBA. Those eight years have been with the Warriors. He's got them to the finals six times. This is their fourth time winning it. And it is the sweetest. In, in several of their comments, they said this is the sweetest because they weren't supposed to get back here. They, they were looking like an absolute dynasty. Look, they were to get the five straight finals. It hadn't been done um, in a long, long time. I think you have to go back to the Lakers in the 80s for, for something like it. Jordan obviously had a hiatus, so the Bulls didn't even pull it off. But uh, they had got the five finals, but in light of the injuries they sustained, Durant and Thompson went down against uh, Toronto in those finals. And obviously, Durant then left in that free agency summer. Uh, And then when Curry himself uh, sustained an injury at the start of the subsequent season, it seemed like all of a sudden they were gone as a dynasty. And as contenders, they actually finished that subsequent 2019-2020 season as the last place team in, in the league. And although they got the number two draft pick um, in Wiseman as a result of uh, that underperformance, um, it wasn't like Wiseman has also been injury played and did not feature this season. So for them to come back and for Curry to play the way he did it's it's easily the sweetest stuff. Any of the four they've won before, or that they've won up.
1: I'm just, just reading the Guardian today. The new Golden State Warriors relentless, ruthless, and oddly endearing. The Warriors' pandemic-era decline and the uncertainty that once surrounded their bigger stars are enough to make this title a genuine feel-good story. And I, I guess there are a couple of stories about like some of their players. Obviously, Steph Curry becoming uh, has become obviously one of the great NBA players, but some other players as well, almost like rags to riches stories within the roster.
0: Well, Rex, there are some like uh, there's a guy called Gary Payton the second, or is it Gary Payton the junior? <laughs> his father would be Gary Payton, who was um, won a championship with Miami, but would be best known for playing with the Seattle SuperSonics and be one of the greatest defenders ever. But Gary Payton the second or junior, because Gary apparently ha- ha- has had two sons who were born within a, a year of each other to two different mothers and one was called junior and one was called gary payton the second so gary um gary payton with the the current warriors um, and you can see his father was delighted for him yesterday like he was actually he'd been in 5g league teams and four nba teams was actually going he had applied to be a video assistant within the setup. Um, He was expecting to be cut, but he was kept on for this year and ended up being a key player, particularly in game five, where Curry was having his one poor game in the series and Peyton shot six for eight and came up huge for them. So he's such a player. Andrew Wiggins, I don't know if you could call him rags to riches Yeah,
1: tell us about him because he's like, I'm sure you, Karen, and everyone listening can tell of your man who, it's like the story of where the two lads are on the sideline at the, the GEA game and this fella comes on, he's looking a bit dishevelled and uh, one lad turns to the other and and, and kind of w- wistfully says, he was a great miner. Because this fella had a great career that he lost, had a great future behind him, but then it was actually ahead of him.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like what happened was he was the number one draft pick um, to Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, or sorry, he was um, he was with Cleveland, but he was part of the trade when LeBron went back to Cleveland. So the Cavs traded him to the Timberwolves to get Kevin Love because okay. LeBron obviously. And Wiggins at the time seemed, as you said, so he he was seen as having this great potential. He was drafted number one, but underachieved in and was yet overpaid you could say in minnesota and no one was willing to take on that contract but the warriors felt wait a second he he doesn't the problem in minnesota is he has to be considered one of their one or two best players he doesn't have to be that with us he he just needs to be the third or fourth best player and that's probably why they've won because nobody had a third best player like him um and he was outstanding in these finals in particular um Again, when Curry was struggling in game five, uh, it was Wiggins who just slashed, cut to the basket. And, and also the defensive end, Jason Tatum has, has had a good playoff but did not have a good finals. And a part of that was because of the lockdown defense. Wiggins was playing on him. Athletically, he could match him. So it's been a huge um, vindication for him, but also for the Warriors by willing to take on his contract. And, and again, a measure of of just how smart an operation and franchise this is.
1: I guess we like a story like that, where somebody, you know, seems to have that, uh, seems to have been almost written off, and I'm sure Wiggins wasn't exactly doing badly in life, but when you see somebody belatedly reach potential, there's a feel-good story there.
0: Yeah, you know, that's part of it, but I think actually the most feel-good factor is for Curry himself, mm. because, even, because he's the face of the franchise, but he was... He would have been, look, part of the debate in America more than in other places, I would say here, or particularly in basketball, what you have is where is your legacy, where are you in the Pantheon? I mean, you don't get a day without on their talk shows over there where they're shooting, that they're discussing the Pantheon, where is LeBron in relation to Jordan, Kobe, etc. And with Curry, there has been this, just where is he even in this generation? And what would have often been held against him was that, you see, like he did win a 2015 finals in Kerr's first year as coach to beat LeBron, but LeBron was, would have been seen to be under-supported with Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving being injured for those finals. So there was always that asterisk. And then when the, when the Warriors beat uh, the Cavs again in 17 and 18 it would have been ah well you had Kevin Durant and the competition would have been seen to be unfair it was on un- it wasn't proper competition because they were just seen to be so loaded and Durant was seen as the number 1 and statistically he was there would have always been an argument that because of the attention that curry draws because he's such a threat from three point range that it freed up Durant and historically so it was always held up against curry ah but he was never the finals mvp but this year, he averaged 31.2 over the six games, was undoubtedly the Finals MVP, I know there can be no doubt in his greatness. And again, on top of that, along with the, the lull they had, had over the last two years, they didn't make the playoffs last year, even though Curry had a very good year. without Thompson, they were lacking. He needed, he needed a Thompson to get back there, but even though Thompson's only 75% of the player he was, three years ago before the injury. So I think it's Curry that people are most delighted for because there is no doubt now he's, whatever you want to say, top 12, top 13, and it it, it now adds greater stature to the three previous he had because maybe there's an appreciation yet this guy is an exceptional player. And it, it showed in all facets of... Obviously, his shooting was still like he had a poor shooting night in Game Five. He didn't score a three-pointer for the first time in something like 234 games. But uh, last night he was fight. He he, he knocked down five or six threes out of ten shots, and yet can slash to the basket because it opens up with them all drawing the attention. And he moved the ball. He got rebounds, and um he's just showing. And defensively, like the thing about Curry. He's so relatable because by basketball standards he's quite small. I mean, not everybody can be a LeBron or Kevin Durant because we're not six nine or seven foot.
1: He's six but two, yeah.
0: He's six two. But what he so he's the most relatable superstar the sport has probably ever known. Like my own young fellow would be quite small even for his own age. But like he idolizes Curry because he's that scrawny kid, small kid on the playground. And yet he has a and, and and what you have had is this he he has changed the game like because of the popularity of the three point and 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 well beyond i mean curry is shooting shots from anytime he steps over half court he's a threat you know last night he scored one that was at least 6 foot outside the outside the arc so um he's he's that relatable but but the other thing he is is he is a killer. Like, he has committed himself so much to his strength and conditioning. There was an article on the ESPN there last week which showed the the work he has put into his strength, and that's why he's been so durable. He is 34 now, and defensively, he was exceptional, actually, by, by – he, he has improved defensively. He won't be a lockdown. He won't ever make an all-NBA defense, but he's certainly not the liability that he maybe would have been portrayed as in previous years, and uh, – And and so I think people are delighted for Curry because, again, as he he shouted it out in the celebrations. You know, what can they say now? What can they say? Because you can never say now, oh, oh, he had a Durant to win those championships. Oh, the other team were down their key men. Oh, he didn't win finals MVP. There is no doubt now about his greatness or indeed the Warriors.
1: And just, you see Troy Troy Part coming off the pitch the other night and kind of blessed himself a couple of times, and it's almost like unusual now to see a player doing that in Ireland. But Curry's he's big, um, big into his his faith as well, and just in terms of the his age, how much of an outlier is that at that age to be that good in basketball?
0: No, it, w- it would be it would be for a guard it can be a bit more challenging. I mean. Um, it can be more challenging we've had great point guards like isaiah thomas going to decline because of a serious injury but they weren't terrible. but look in curry there's probably another two or three really good years i mean he has he just signed um, at the start of the season um a four or five year contract that brings him up to 201 million he's the first i think he's the first two player to sign 200 plus million I, He he was initially earlier in his career because he had such injury, I suppose what you have to factor in, he had a lot of injuries early in his career, Johnny. So that like nobody thought Curry was going to be this. even when he was drafted low oh, around seventh, um, even in his early years, people didn't see that he was going to become this. So considering his injury, history earlier in his career, for him to have had the longevity and success he had, it's it's outstanding. But you can see him now because of the work he's put into his body, you can see him, you can see now the Warriors again being a threat for the next three years easily, you know. He could get a five and elevate himself beyond some of the greats like LeBron who were on four.
1: And where do the Warriors fit now in terms of the all-time great NBA teams?
0: Yeah, like, I mean, as I said, they've got into six finals in eight years, which is which is a run that's comparable with um, anybody of the last 30 years post-Lakers. Of, of, of Magic Johnson um, they have modelled themselves like will, will they get a run because of the injuries they had in 2019 there was a chance there and if Durant had stayed you could be talking about 5-6 in a row that didn't happen but they have built themselves they've spoken about how they see themselves more less the Chicago Bulls that Kerr was on the second three-peat with Jordan they see themselves more like the San Antonio Spurs who won 5 championships over and made the playoffs for 18 years under, let's say, the Tim Duncan. So they, they want to be consistently competitive. That's that, while they didn't play Wiseman and Moody and Kaminga, three of their recent draft picks, lottery draft picks in recent years. They believe they are the future. That's why they didn't chip in some of those to get maybe a top star, um, because they, they want to have that courier still playing with players. Who are off that profile of being 23, 24, 25? I mean, you've seen the mistake the Lakers have made with going with a whole lot of veterans who just can't get around uh, the floor anymore mm. defensively. Like, on paper, the Lakers were, were obviously, you know, they had Westbrook and they had Davis, but the, the support, they had their own issues, that uh, Davis and Westbrook, but then the supporting cast were just veterans, whereas the Warriors want to surround. Curry over the next few years with the likes off, they believe Kaminga will still be something special Wiseman will be back next year Young Guns hungry for it and that hunger was a factor even though Boston look Boston are a team on the rise albeit they'll find it very hard to get back because you know the books who won it last year will have Middleton back you would think next year other teams are going to reload but Boston um, are are a, a dangerous team, but they were they had a profile though You would think the eye of the tiger, um, but mm-hmm. because of as you mentioned, the likes of Wiggins and Payton, along with the likes of Curry and Draymond Green and Thompson, who were so mad to get back what they once possibly took for granted, as they said afterwards, you know, you don't win these things just, uh, you know, they showed why you know we've been here before was a big thing, but. It's all the sweeter for them, and they were all the more desperate because they didn't know whether yeah. they'd
1: get back. I finally, because, finally, I, I got to ask you: um, Who do you believe is the bookies' favourite to be the next US president? I presume it's Trump. It's Trump, right? So the Democrats are clearly they're fractured. Biden might be too old. Kamala Harris isn't that popular. <laughs> they need Steve Kerr to run for the Democrats. No. <laughs>
0: well, I tell you that the, the values that that man stands for. Um, would be something uh, you would want in any president. Um, there, there would be a. I think I think Kerr would be happy to maybe if, if Greg Popovich took that on, who, his mentor, as I mentioned, and would be off the age profile and maybe finishing up. Uh, I think, but um, yeah, someone. I, I put I, I put it to this way: be, uh, Popovich for president with a, an endorsement from Kerr, and um, yeah, maybe the Warriors would show up at the White House. Um, yeah, because look, Kerry is, Kerr is, as you said there, Johnny, like he's he, he is a exceptional um, mm-hmm. uh, for being just speaking his mind and those values. While well, they might be, yeah, not in potentially in the White House going forward or certainly not from 2016 to 2020, like they shine true in his team. And um, you know, like I, I think he's, a, he's shown himself to be an extent an outstanding leader. And I think the Warriors have responded to that.
1: You heard it here first. Thanks, Kieran. All
0: right, Johnny. So, thanks.